0: How are you doing, Keith? Are you okay?
1: I'm very well. Thanks, Alex. How are you?
0: Thanks very much for joining us today on uh, Share Talk, uh, Keith Cooglin, European Metal Holdings. I've just seen your r and pop up today. Well, in, in fact, at the last hour. And you've raised $3 million from your largest shareholder.
1: That's right, we have, yes.
0: So the question I've got to ask here is: it's rare earth minerals. REM why have you just gone with one company why haven't you gone to the markets
1: okay well there's a couple of reasons Alex firstly um, rare earth minerals or REM have been our largest shareholder for about 15 months now and over that period of time they've built a holding in European metals of about 20% of our issued capital And they've done that via a couple of placements and also they've bought some stock on market, etc. And at the end of June, we had a large number of listed options uh, that expired and those options were well in the money. So when they expired, uh, the vast majority of the options were exercised into fully paid CDIs. And that exercise effectively diluted REM's percentage ownership of the company. So they went from about 20% of the company down to about 15 and a bit via that option exercise. It's not that they sold any shares or anything like that. And amongst other things, this placement effectively allows them to move back into that position of about 20% of the company, the position uh, that they were already in prior to that option exercise secondly rem are long-term holders of european metals they they believe in the project they believe in the lithium market they're long-term investors in the lithium market and therefore from our point of view they're good long-term shareholders they're the sort of people who we want as shareholders who we want to see on our register they're not buying these shares with a view to Turning them out, you know, at a ten percent uh, for a ten percent trade, you know, in the next month or so.
0: Yeah. So the next question, shareholders will be asking, obviously, do you have enough money?
1: Uh, yeah, and that's a fair that's a fair question. So the short answer is yes. Uh, the three million dollars that we've raised. So let me just clarify that the three million dollars. This is Australian dollars. Is made up of. 2.6 million dollars from the placement to REM, and they also have some listed option, sorry, some unlisted options that they uh, they got via an, a placement last year. They're going to exercise those options as well to take the overall capital raising to three million Australian dollars. We've currently got about two million Australian dollars in the bank, so about five million Aussie is more than sufficient to see us through the current preliminary feasibility study and to leave us in a strong financial position at the end of that PFS. And then at some stage next year, after the completion of that PFS, we'll need to go and raise further funds to take the company through to the next stage. But we strongly believe we will be well re-rated by that point in time.
0: So, sorry to interrupt you there, Keith. So, you're saying about re-rated at that point in time. You obviously, this company's come a long way since we first started talking to you, back in the, the 5, 6p days.
1: Yeah, well, it has, Alex. We have come a long way, you're right. And, and obviously, the lithium market has come a long way as well.
0: Well, like I say, the people who don't follow, you, follow the company, you're 100% of the Cinevec lithium tin deposits in the Czech Republic. And I've said this a lot of times, you're right on the doorstep of the car industry, the electric vehicle industry.
1: Well, that's 100% correct. And all of the European car manufacturers have announced very strong electric vehicle plans for their futures, and that's all happened in the last six months, really. It's really happened since Tesla put out the pre-order numbers for their Model 3 in February. And that's really been the catalyst for BMW and Mercedes and Volkswagen and uh, Porsche, as well as people like Volvo and Aston Martin and Skoda and Saab and these guys, all European-based. It's been the catalyst for those guys to tell the market what they intend doing with electric vehicles. And there is no current production of battery grade lithium in Europe at all. There's very very little lithium manufactured in Europe in, in any instance let alone battery grade and there's going to be an enormous demand for batteries, lithium-ion batteries and therefore for lithium products in Europe going forward and we are very well placed to take advantage of that we believe.
0: You also know, that I'm looking at the tin price as well. What's going on at the moment in the markets?
1: Yeah, the tin price, tin price has moved strongly. It's been one of the best performing metals on the LME uh, for this calendar year. And not only has the tin price moved significantly, but the stockpiles, the physical stockpiles of tin on the LME have dropped dramatically. And that, that's a reasonable indication that the increase in the price uh, may well continue. So we see tin now back above $20,000 a tonne. It's been as low as 14,000 over the last 18 months. When we did our scoping study on Cinevec back in March of last year, we used a tin price of $22,000 a tonne. And on those numbers, the revenue from tin from the Cinevec project uh, was in the vicinity of $95 million a year, so you can see the tin price is very significant for us and makes a big difference. So when you when you have the strong byproduct credits or co-product credits that we have, it just means there's significantly more chance that the project will get funded because the economics are just that much better. <laughs>
0: It's, by the way, Keith, I've got to say, thanks very much for taking time to talk to us today. It's, it's always a pleasure.
1: No problem at all, Alex. It's always good to chat with you, and I'm glad that you guys have been involved and followed us for as long as you have.
0: Well, like I say, we, we've, we've covered European Metals holdings, and the story's still going. It's, it's definitely going to be uh, interesting come 2017.
1: Yeah, well, it is still going, you know, we've had a good run from a share price point of view. There's no doubt about that, but I still believe that there's a long way to go in our story as we continue down our development path, you know, we're still capped at a fairly modest level compared with a, a lot of the larger tin companies going around. And you know, when you add that to the unique nature of our deposit, both from the point of view of the the size of it the point of view of the by-product co-product credits and the point of view of the location of the product i think of the project i think we're in very good shape going forward
0: no that's great stuff thanks very much keith and uh we will keep in touch that's for sure
1: thanks alex look forward to speaking to you again